Welcome and hello. My name is Dawn Eshelman and I'm head of programs at the Rubin Museum of Art in Chelsea, New York City. While our museum is temporarily closed and during these uncertain times, we want to stay connected with you. So we will be sharing previously recorded meditation sessions. For more resources and inspiring content, head to rubenmuseum.org slash care package. We hope you enjoy and we look forward to returning to our regular mindfulness meditation program as soon as we can. Take care. Welcome to the Mindfulness Meditation Podcast, presented by the Rubin Museum of Art. We are a museum in Chelsea, New York, that connects visitors to the art and ideas of the Himalayas and serves as a space for reflection and transformation. I'm your host, Dawn Eshelman. Every Monday, we present a meditation session inspired by a different artwork from the Rubens Collection and led by a prominent meditation teacher from the New York area. This podcast is a recording of our weekly practice. In the description for each episode, you will find information about the theme for that week's session, including an image of the related artwork. Our mindfulness meditation podcast is presented in partnership with Sharon Salzberg and teachers from the New York Insight Meditation Center, the Interdependence Project, and Parabola Magazine. If you'd like to join us in person, please visit our website at rubinmuseum.org meditation. And now, please enjoy your practice. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Rubin Museum and to our weekly mindfulness meditation practice. My name is Dawn Eshelman. I'm head of programs here. So we have been talking this month about the theme of impermanence, which is an idea that is really central in Tibetan Buddhist practice and is also very central to an exhibition we have going on upstairs on the sixth floor and really throughout the entire museum. It's called The World is Sound. And it is all about sound as matter and understanding sound as a tool for transformation from that lens of Tibetan Buddhism, but also contemporary art as well. And so today we have kind of a more whimsical view into this subject through the work of Christine Sun Kim. She is uh, a Korean-American artist who was born deaf, and her work explores different ways of thinking about auditory experiences. And you can see her work right outside the theater doors, actually. There are several pieces there, and if you have come here a few times, you might have stopped to take a look and be familiar with some of this already. But here we have two pieces for you today that we thought gave a kind of experiential aspect to this, this topic of impermanence and also might be something that we as meditators might know a thing or two about. So this first one here is the sound of obsessing. And what Christine does in this series of works is she takes notations from a traditional Western classical music and uses those notations kind of in a different way to explore experience or emotion. So the letter P as a notation in Western music represents quiet or piano, right? Quiet. And here she has the letter P repeated over and 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 over again, really giving us that kind of build up. And you can even see a little bit in here, perhaps with the 
spaces that are, are left blank, sort of this attempt to regulate and struggle with that. The mind, the monkey mind, as we, as we all know it to be. And then, of course, the obsession winning over at the end. The other piece that we have here for you of hers is the sound of passing time. And in this work, she uses the letter F. So in musical notation, this is forte or loud, right? And it is a very kind of a constant repetition here. And the sort of variances and the spaces or the points at which the letters are close together really stand out because of that regularity. And we can really see where uh, time speeds up and slows down in her mind here. So this is all to um, just really illustrate the ephemeral nature of experience and that impermanence is present in many of our experiences in um, both deep and profound ways and some kind of whimsical ways too. So let's, let's do it. Kate Johnson teaches mindful yoga in New York City public schools and Buddhist meditation at the Interdependence Project. She holds a BFA in dance from the Alvin Ailey School Fordham University and a master's in performance studies from NYU. She's trained at Spirit Rock Meditation Center, the Interdependence Project, Laughing Lotus Yoga, and the Presencing Institute. And she's working on a book about waking up to power and oppression as a spiritual practice. Please welcome her back, Kate Johnson. Hi there. Hi. How are you doing today? <laughs> Good. Um, it's nice to be here with you. Um, and I'm so uh, in love with these pieces. I, and just, um, I was telling Dawn the, the opportunity to l learn more about this artist uh, who is um, born deaf and became a sound artist. I was just like, wow, I love rule breakers, you know? <laughs> um, very dear to my heart. And, um, and what an opportunity to talk about uh, the, um, the uh, theme of impermanence, um, more simply known as just the truth of change, and what a good season to talk about change. Um, I, I feel like in the middle of summer, in the middle of winter, it just seems like the days are the same, the same, the same, but then in the fall and in the spring, there's this real sense of, you can feel it changing. I remember, the first, mo the first morning where I noticed my, my skin was a little dry in the morning, and I was like, oh, it's fall, it's gonna be fall. Um, and so uh, this is a, obviously a very like, mundane and worldly truth. We can see that um, all things that are uh, conditioned uh, can be born and also can pass away. Um, and it's a, uh, that observation is really an entryway into a, a, a spiritual um, truth, um, which is, is not different than the, the mundane truth that, that all things that arise pass away. <laughs> and um, this is, in some traditions, in some ways of practicing, a preparation for, for death, for um, the little deaths that happen in, in life, uh, the death of an idea, or um, the passing away of a, a friend, or a movement, um, disintegration of a material thing that we love. Um, so it's a way of being able to notice the, um, the way that things change so that we don't get um, really freaked out or 
think that something's wrong when, when something starts to disintegrate and, and pass away, right? So that's one reason why it's nice to, to practice impermanence, just so that we, we kind of get used to, oh, this is the way things are. Um, but I also really like to think about the contemplation of impermanence as a, a training for life. That um, there's this way in which when we think that, every, that, that we and the people that we love and this world as we know it will always be as it is, we start to kind of take it for granted. Um, we think, oh, I'll call that person tomorrow. You know, <laughs> um, uh, I'll start meditating next week. <laughs> um, and even objects that we love. Uh, there's a story from a meditation teacher in the tradition that I practice in, um, my teacher's teacher, really. Um, his name was Ajahn Chah. Uh, he was a um, Thai forest master. And he was said to have once held up this cup that he really loved you know, to, his teacher, to his students and said, you know, do you see this cup? Um, do you see how beautiful it is? I love it. I love how it glints in the light. I love how it feels in my hand. I love the way that it that feels when I sip from it. But this cup, um, I know that it's already broken. And that rather than reject this cup because it's already broken, I, it's so precious to me. You know, every moment I hold it, every moment I sip from it, I just I pay attention. Right? So then this way, paying attention to impermanence cultivates this really exquisite kind of um, sensitivity to what's arising and what's passing away. And it's a sensitivity that we can then um, cultivate in the meditation practice and bring into uh, the rest of our lives, into all our, our relationships. So the way that we'll practice today is uh, using sound. And um, I was also joking with Don, this is a little bit of a kind of maybe kindergarten version of what you might experience in the, um, on the sixth floor should you choose to explore the sound uh, exhibit here. But um, sometimes it's helpful to train in just a simple way and then um, be able to open up to more and more complex phenomena. So what we'll do is we'll, um, and many of you have done this before, I'm sure, uh, the same kind of meditation where we'll guide our awareness back to a, an object. Um, but whereas often, at least when I'm here, we use the object of a bodily sensation like the breath or the hands resting, or we might even use a phrase. Um, for, for today, um, I'll invite us to use sound as our object. So we'll um, allow our awareness to hover at the sense gate of the ear and um, to notice the contact of vibration at that sense gate. And I brought um, something to assist me in creating more vibration for you throughout this meditation. And so I'll give you a little overview and then we can practice together. And then if you have any comments about your experience, I'd love to hear them. So basically, uh, we'll set up with our comfortable meditation seat and um, we'll um, oh, you're already doing it. This is good. Okay. Um, and before we move into a real kind of formal meditation, I kind of like to have my own practice ease in a little bit. So, you know, soft landing, just um, if you'd like to stretch the neck or, you know, um, open and close the eyes or move the hands, just anything that you might need to do to um, feel as comfortable as you can in the body at this moment. 
and you can let your eyes be closed or just focus lightly at the space in front of you. Um, for sound meditation, I actually really like to close the eye because it helps me to um, become more sensitive to the, what's being received through the ear. But up to you. And now that we've set up the posture, just taking a moment to check in with how you are right now. How is it for you in your body at this moment? And so receiving the sensations that are there in a general way. Allowing your awareness to run over the landscape of your body as if you are running your hand along a textured surface. Oh, what's this like? Little density here, little pinching there, little softness here, coolness there. Noticing, too, in a gentle way how it is for you in your mind, in your heart. Perhaps there's sensations to be known in the heart space or threads of thought that would like to announce themselves. It's kind of opening up and letting the heart and the mind speak if there's something that they have to say right now. And so without feeling like you need to push away any of the emotional content or mind stream or bodily sensation, you know, really allowing them to be here, um, but drawing your experience of hearing into the foreground and knowing um, sound as sound. So the sounds that I'm making now have meaning, certainly but seeing if you can also notice the experience of vibration. So thinking of the sense gate of the ear as a field, a blank page. And then noticing the arising and passing away of sounds within that field and all the sounds count. So some sounds are very short. Some are longer, like an attenuated buzz.
You might experience some sounds as being pleasant and some as unpleasant. Letting the awareness hover at the sense gate of the ear and notice the arising and passing away of sound. So I won't talk for the rest of the practice, but I'll ring some bells at different intervals to just assist you in noticing not only the sound, but the space between the sound, the field of awareness.
Thank you for your practice today. May you enjoy these moments of your life. That concludes this week's practice. If you would like to support the Rubin Museum in this meditation series, we invite you to become a member and attend in person for free. Thank you for listening. Have a mindful day.